0: Archbishop Kay.
1: <laughs> Hello, Laura.
0: <laughs> lovely to it's see you. So lovely to see you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to do this.
1: Oh, absolute pleasure. How are you? Look, I am. Um, I am absolutely aware of how incredibly fortunate we are in this part of the world, and day by day, when small things and niggly things happen, I think. We should should just get a little more um, sense of the blessings that that we are enjoying, which are blessings which you want everybody to be enjoying, if that makes sense, which doesn't mean that people aren't blessed who are in different circumstances, but we are incredibly fortunate by our isolation, as it turns out. And uh, in this part of the world, and in Western Australia in particular, um, and in the north of the country, Aboriginal communities, Indigenous communities locked down really quickly and really early and and so people went back onto home country and that was just a really, really good move um, in Indigenous communities and we are, by comparison to some parts of the world, there's a real sense, or I've had a real sense anyway, of Australian community is people who are actually pretty compliant about doing what is good for the whole. And um, and while you know, initial lockdowns were kind of tough and we were all in the same space as everybody else, going, what might this mean? What might happen? What do we do? Closing churches tomorrow. Tomorrow, everyone, closing churches tomorrow. Um <laughs> Zoom. Zoom. I know how to spell that. And um, you know, all of that stuff. So the digital world for the analog community. But um and created like everybody else, we have created and discovered a whole new a whole new group of people who want to connect online. And um and I notice now that there are a number of churches not necessarily um ours, although there may be one or two of ours, who are really um, working at creating online churches as well as streaming services and things like that. So it's a whole new world.
0: So there's been so much change in the last 12 months. I mean, I'm Zooming you for
1: starters. I know, I know, which is just amazing. And I um, wasn't able to go, but about three weeks ago, a group of about 24 women, ordained women from across the diocese went out for a meal with each other, and many were speaking of when you were here and, um, and getting together. And when I speak with um, the other bishops from other parts of Australia, we we remain committed to working um, with lay and ordained women on getting back together and working out how to have their next gathering
0: it's amazing, isn't it, how you miss just contact. Like I was chatting to my friend Dennis yesterday and we said, you know, when we're really busy we don't want to do anything and now we've got nothing to do, we want to do something. We're just yes. going out of our minds with lack of stimulation and contact and just being able to be in another place, not just the house, because we're in our second lockdown. Yeah. Uh It's the strangest experience. Yeah, with terrible, terrible numbers, you know, when we see the news, it's just devastating to think what's happening. Your remoteness has sort of saved you. (laughs) It has
1: kept us and New Zealand as well, I think, Um, and I'm sure there are other parts of the world that I'm not as in touch with. And our state premier... Uh, has had our border locked down very hard um, for some months. Uh, you know he's had something like a 93 percent approval rating and uh, yeah which is pretty unusual. I keep I keep Laura hearing and seeing the differences between some things like being able to go to a musical concert, being nourished by how people are nourished by music, and what's happening for artists in in your kind of industry, and um, you know musicians and actors and people in um, in media? That that it's a hugely.
0: I just it must be so tough.
1: I've no idea.
0: It's devastating. Yeah, just uh, for me personally, the last week or so I've just said to a couple of friends I just feel unemployable and it's not because I'm unemployable it's because I'm unemployed and it's just devastating my dad said to me the other day one sentence to sum up your life well that didn't go to plan (laughs) 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 and that's kind of how it is yeah it's just devastating so everyone's sort of scrabbling around trying to find their new normal uh, and and that's good it's new opportunity but it's also you've been forced to let go of something whether it's temporary or permanent that you loved and that does define you it's just life-changing um and I'm really interested in the effects of this afterwards you know I just don't know what the effects of this will be whether the the psychological effects of it will be far further reaching and more damaging than the virus itself. Yeah.
1: And and I I know that that in in the UK there was already a minister for loneliness, I remember. And I think that the issues of mental health and isolation and as you say, life not going, not only not going to plan, but actually not even being able to go so, what's the new plan? Uh, because there's so little you can plan for at the moment. And in your world, where you'd be out um, um, in the, the dirt and <laughs> the dust with a um, um, motorbike kind of thing going uh, around and around, and lots and lots of noise and human beings and close contact in that world. I mean, it's so different that, that that's not, you know, I mean, there, there is. And even here, where you know you begin to feel a bit of that sort of guilt for for things being pretty easy, the 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 grief, the notes of grief, are just you hear it resonating again and again, and um, and that's that's really really tough.
0: I feel for the people that have been displaced all over the world and they can't get home, yes. and also people yes. that have loved ones. They might live in Australia, but they have family in the UK and they can't get to see them. Can't get um, that home. must be That's just very difficult. so challenging. Yes.
1: Incredibly challenging. We're, we're aware from uh, media reports, which are pretty strong at the moment, of Christmas coming close. That, and it's another effect. Even for people who couldn't care less about the religious heart of Christmas or would not be really seen in church very often. And I, I think that we'll have big crowds of people in churches this year if we're allowed to, you know, within the, the distancing and all of the stuff that we've got to do. But, um, and our online certainly will. But Christmas means something and it's, it's I guess, like we've seen in America with Thanksgiving that families gather. A couple of months ago I was able to travel into um, uh, Pilbara, which is iron ore territory, and um, was meeting, talking to some fly in, fly out workers, some of whom have families overseas, and some of whom had families on the other side of the country. And people were saying, We think we can keep doing this without going home un- until Christmas, but we can't do it after that. One of our sons, um, you may remember, lived in Melbourne. He worked in Western Australia and lived in Melbourne. And so he sort of travelled diagonally across the country, two weeks on and two weeks off. And he wasn't able to get back to Melbourne when the lockdown came, before then actually. And, And so his partner was over there. So they didn't see each other for seven months and had to make some decisions about what it was they would do. So she's come back. You know, she's from WA, she's come back and and they've kind of re gone, okay, we're doing something else now with our with our life and with our plans as you say. Um, but they are incredibly fortunate they're, that they were able to come back here. And in our family, my husband's sister, who was in New Zealand when we we're in the middle of the lockdown, she'd been diagnosed with a brain tumor and, and I said to him, we better go. And um, and he said, no, look, if I go, I've got to quarantine there for two weeks. I'll have maybe, what will I have, five days with her perhaps and quarantine back here for two weeks. And we don't know what's going to happen here in WA. We don't know then how long we would be in lockdown and what I said. I think I can leave you for six weeks and I certainly won't have a job if I go for, you know, if I'm six weeks out. And then his sister died, and um, and then of course he wasn't able to go for her funeral either. And she'd said, "Don't come, don't do this." So he had spoken to her all of those things, but and we were pretty um, at peace. And she was certainly had said, "This is what I want." But I think what about those people for whom somebody you had no idea, you had, didn't weren't able to say things. And then I think what about all those people who around the world have been. Aren't able to be close to those they love who are dying or have died from COVID or anything else. It's just grief after grief after grief. You know, what are the words we use around Christmas? We use words like hope and peace and love, you know, the new that is possible, the the, the this life being celebrated, the, this little life that, that is um. Uh, that is the gift to every human i mean the christian um story uh of, of christmas is uh is all that
0: powerful powerful things that we take on board has this challenged you in any way with your faith oh i'm not talking um, about no. the digital move <laughs> the analog to digital no no, no,
1: no, no, no <laughs> digital move <laughs> I can, I can, you know, tell you horror stories about that—that that, that were only about, you know, having the camera the wrong way around and being on a really important meeting with the House of Bishops. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only woman on the Zoom, and my my volume, for some reason, the volume on the computer, the whole volume, so I was completely silent. So I'm going, now, what's <laughs> what's wrong with this picture? <laughs> No comment. Here we are again. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so that's the Zoom thing. Um, I I have felt um, I and remembering back to when when the lockdown happened and we didn't know what would be next or be next or be next. Um, it wasn't about faith. Certainly wasn't about faith. And in fact. I felt that um, many of the clergy in in the diocese that I could kind of feel people rising up and saying, okay, I know who I am. I know what I'm meant to do. We know who we are and and in this community we will respond in this way and in this community we'll respond in that way. So a really... I, you know, the heat got turned up, and people um, people responded really, really wonderfully. In in one of our parishes, the parish priest went out to. So, Centrelink is our um, it's, uh, it's your social support yes, system, isn't it? Yeah, and um, uh, he went off. There were huge lines because uh, people were immediately stood down from work. And, uh, and he put two chairs at the, the social distance from each other and, you know, had the sanitizer and all of that sort of stuff. We weren't at masks at that point. And, uh, and a little whiteboard that said, need a chat, and just sat. And so people came and sat down and talked. It was a really fantastic and simple response. In the community, and um, so really wonderful things of that nature, where people went, how can I still be present? How can we still be present? So that was actually very affirming in terms of faith and and the church in action. So faith in um, in kind of going. How do we how do we step up and into this space? How is God um, calling us to do that? How is God with us now and um, how do we hold on to that uh, and not 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 feel let go of? Um, and I've, I've had a really strong sense of not being let go of
0: um, myself. Do you get asked why? God's let this happen.
1: I um, know. I'd have to say, fortunately, I've not had that question. Sometimes in school, students will say, "Why does God let bad things?" You know, "Why, why does God make bad things happen?" And um, so I think you know, it's not about what God makes happen; it's what what happens in 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 the world um, that God has created to have freedom and. Um, Uh, How is it that we human beings have um, responded to what does happen? How do we find God in the present? Some really hard lessons. I don't know if you saw way back in, I can't remember, because it was before Easter, um, Pope Francis was in St Peter's Square at night by himself. Um, speaking, and it was raining, I think, sort of misty rain. And uh, and he spoke about being in the storm-tossed boat, the disciples being in the storm-tossed boat with Jesus, but Jesus was there with them. It's a really powerful um, message, I thought, from a faith leader at that moment.
0: If you were to leave us with a Christmas message, what is it? Uh, my Christmas message is really about
1: that... Uh, this is the Christmas to focus on what is what is really important for us and what is the simple present that we might uh, give, but also what's the most important present to receive is the, the thing. So this is not, um, you know, I'm sorry to the economy, um, uh, which I know needs to get going and all those things, and people will, will certainly shop and why, why not. But it, it, my, really, my message is around focusing on caring for other people, serving, seeing that we human beings are precious, um, are hoping for the best, and responding responding to the to the story of of God, um, as it were, stooping down um, to to say you, you are beloved so uh I'm still working out the depth of my Christmas message, as you can tell, but it is something about um, what's, knowing what's what's important, what's central and i think I think with the the kind of resilience issues with the mental health kind of stuff with the feeling so unsettled, unsure, uncertain, um you know mean the world is. Interesting. That's my message. What's your Christmas message, Laura?
0: Well, my Christmas message. It will be okay. And in a year's time, two years' time, you'll look back and think, you had a year, you could have done all those different things. <laughs> so not wasting it, but trying to embrace that now. Yes. So you don't look back and do that. Yeah, you know, if you carry on doing yeah. what you're doing, you'll look back and regret the time wasted. And I think just spending it with people that matter that's, that's all it is for me, really, is making sure that we can do all we can with people that matter.
1: Taking note of what, of what's really important that mm. the people that matter are important.
0: Yeah. And you're a great cook, and you have a great house. I've been lucky enough to be hosted there. So what, what's on the Christmas menu?: uh,
1: <laughs> Well, as it turns out, I think it's getting bigger uh christmas night because and i and i think this is a bit of a reaction i mean it's all like christmas night's always you know a friend, however but um i think there's a bit of in me a bit of reaction to the year
0: yeah oh it's so lovely to see you honestly it's just oh connected i feel connected yeah, yeah it's
1: lovely to see you too
0: thank you so much Very gently won't right, you yeah
1: yeah keeping my prayers and, I mean, all of England and and we're just so aware of the the weight of it all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we're still here.
1: Still here. Exactly. Here and smiling. It's great to see you.
0: Yeah, and you. Take care. Okay. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Birds Who Prayers a Watchware Media production.